Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Jack's Kinky Corner. I'm your host, Jack Watson. On this week's episode, we will be finishing the story of Twatlight, the Triple X parody, from authors Broadway Night Owl and Faded Galaxia. Last week, we heard just how desperate Edward and Bella are for each other, and the links they're willing to go for that fix of excitement they crave oh so much. They sure showed those kids on the playground how it's done. I'm sure our authors have a real treat in store for us for the finale. But before we get to the fun stuff, a brief disclaimer. This show is not intended to mock the writers of the story, the story itself, nor the properties the story is based on. I am not the author of the story, and I do not own the rights to the story or the properties in which it is based on. And, as usual, I have not read the story prior to this recording. So, with all of this being said, let's get right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the moment you've all been waiting for. The thrilling climax of Twatlight, the Triple X parody. Listener discretion is advised. Chapter 4. Pencil this in. Later that day, in Dr. Chad McDushinson's podiatry office, Edward was getting his Morton's neuroma inspected. Bella was in the examination room, reading the June issue of Logger's World. As she was flipping through the pages, Dr. McDushinson walked in. Oh, well, I see you must have a pronating foot. No wonder you have an advanced stage of Morton's neuroma. Doctor, Bella intervened, how much time does he have? What? Dr. McDushinson asked. How much time do his telanges have? Dr. McDushinson furrowed his brow. I guess it depends on if he is taking any anti-inflammatory medicines. I am. I have been feeling as if my epididymis is uncoiling, Edward said. Oh, exclaimed Dr. McDushinson. Then no wonder Morton's neuroma is affecting you. Of course, said Bella. That makes sense. I get it now. Okay, sounds goodbye, Dr. McDushinson said nonchalantly. Bella and Edward look at each other, shrug, and walk out of the examination room. As they are leaving, they head back to Edward's house. Edward walks in and looks at Bella. She looks at him. He says, You know what we should do? What? We should role model. What? Bella asks with a befuddling look on her face. Role model, you know where you pretend to be a character in act-out situations while having mutual sexual intercourse. Don't you mean role-play? No. Role-model. Duh. Edward said with a bemused look on his face. Bella follows him to the bedroom. As Edward walks over to the bedroom, he holds up a pencil-tip hat. Close your eyes, whispers Edward. As he undresses, he proceeds to put on the hat and the remainder of a number two pencil costume. You know, Edward said in a baritone voice, it would be pointless if you weren't naked right now. Oh my god. (laughs) You're pretty sharp, Bella replied. Bella runs into the closet. She grabs a whiteout costume and derobes. She quickly redresses herself in the costume and comes out. In a tone that insinuates reproduction, Bella says, I know I have some fluids that I need to correct. You can shake me and squeeze me, she says softly. Oh yeah, I hope when you come out, you give me the right amount of fluid every time. You know it, she exclaims. I love it when you talk dirty, he says. How about you just stick it in me? All righty. 
Edward lifts up his costume and inserts his scepter of his passion. <laughs> Edward lifts up his costume and inserts his scepter of his passion into her vaginal region. Undulating with desire, Bella strokes his five o'clock shadow. As they start gyrating, Edward's tumescent member seizures and ejaculates into her. With a grim face, Edward looks down on the ground and says, Sorry, I come too fast. His facial expression quickly turns to pain as his legs start to spasm. What's going on? What are you doing? Bella asks worriedly. I have a Charlie horse, Edward says. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's the hot. Do that to me. Edward lifts up her leg and says, Clench your calf. As she clenches her calf, she cries out in pleasure. What the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah, Engelbert Humperdinck. As her calf muscle spasms, she furiously climaxes. Bella's foot immediately whops his elbow. Ow, my ulnar nerve, shouts Edward. Do it again. Okay, replies Bella. As she whops his elbow again, Edward cries out and ferociously ejaculates. As they finish, they drift off into a slow wave sleep and then descend into rapid eye movement sleep for approximately eight hours. Chapter 5. Paper Cunt As Bella sensuously wraps herself in satin sheets on her bare skin, she gasps softly at the sight of Edward's golden brazen hair that looks like it has been kissed by the sun. Golly gee, he is such a dreamboat, she loudly whispers to nobody in particular. Edward's eyelashes flutter like a pack of ponies running through a cornfield in late September. That was oddly specific. Hi, says Edward. Hi, replies Bella with a sexually menacing yet submissive expression. What is up, says Edward. I do not know. Edward saunters off into the kitchen to make Loganberry Crumble and Admiral's Pie. Would you like some gypsy creams with your compressed tea bricks? Why, yes, I think I shall partake, drones Bella. I do enjoy some confectionery in the late hours of the morning, says Edward with a smirk of delight. Bella only replies with a silent, Uh-huh. After they had finished masticating their glorious nourishment, they decide to lay in their living room and stare at the ceiling fan. Edward turns to Bella and says, You know what we should do? What? Finishing reading Dante's Inferno. I quite enjoyed its dark imagery and peaceful metaphors. You know what would be better? Doing a verbal soliloquy within the contents of the book. Okie dokie, Edward squeals in delight. As Bella turns to Canto XXX, Edward gallops off the floor and dresses in a garment resembling an Elizabethan costume. The fabric indicated that he is from the upper class due to clothing made of velvet, fur, silk, lace, and cotton, and taffeta. While she is doing that, Edward says, You know what I really love? One of your ten external orifices. Ten? Ah, real monsters, Bella painfully cries out. What? Edward alarmingly mutters. I got a paper cut. Gee whiz, there seems to be a lot of burgundy fluid leaking from my finger. Yeah? Can I partake? Sure, that would be cool. Bella closes her eyes, licks her lips, and groans with anticipation and disappointment. Let's put two and two together, Edward carelessly whispers. 
I don't know what that means, Bella puzzingly says. He bends down and slowly sucks on her fingers like a gastrothica marsupial frog eating a moth at dusk. I like it a lot, Bella whispers. As he continues sipping, he stops and says, I almost puked. I'm sorry. That's okay. Give me some more. Alrighty. He slobbers over her fingers and covers her finger in non-poisonous saliva. Oh, baby, that's right. Right there. Bella painstakingly moans. I think I'm gonna... Huh. Huh. Moon unit Zappa! While Bella was in the middle of climaxing, Edward cries out, Oh, Johannes Chris... <laughs> oh, Johannes Chris... Christos Thomas Wolfgangus Theophilus... Wait, what's his last... Mozart! Oh, yes, Mozart! Suck it! Suck me dry, you vehemous vampire! Edward looks in Bella's pupillary sphincter, and Bella looks into his. I love you, my little Glabella. Oh, you finally admit this to me after several sessions of coitus. Wow, what a surprise. You are committing. That's a shock, considering you wanted me, then left me in a forest, and then I came to you, and then you wanted me again after someone else wanted me. Nice. It's okay, because that's how it works. Plus, I'm the good-looking guy that treats you like a dick without any respect for you or myself, and because I can. And they had copious amounts of fornication slash coitus slash intercourse slash penetration slash sexual activity forever since Bella became a vampire to have a relationship with someone solely based on physical attraction. Well, dear listeners, that was chapters four and five of Broadway Night Owl and Faded Galaxia's Twilight, the triple X parody, thus bringing an end to their incredible saga. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the show and the story Twilight as a whole. It's been a real pleasure narrating this for all of you. I would like to give a very special thank you to the authors Broadway Night Owl and Faded Galaxia for writing such a hilarious fanfiction as the first story ever read here on Jack's Kinky Corner. It'll always hold a special place in my heart. And a special thank you to you as well, listener. I cannot put into words how much I appreciate all of you who take the time to listen to this podcast and have a good laugh with me. Next week, I have a very special surprise as requested by one of our listeners. You're definitely not going to want to miss this one. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at jackwaddy 11 That's J-A-C-K-W-A-T-T-Y-1-1. Or email me at jackskinkycorner at gmail.com. This has been Jack Watson at Jack's Kinky Corner, wishing all of you sexy listeners a great day.